Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is uh, John Kissigan, uh, co-founder at Enigma. How you doing, sir? Hi, Richard. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you. So, um, you know, I saw very briefly on the site that you guys work with uh, algorithmic trading, but can you explain to listeners uh, what, what you guys do over in Enigma? Of course, yeah. So let me take a step back from, from the algorithmic trading side. Uh, our vision is to create a decentralized data marketplace. This is what our roots have been on and what we have been very passionate about for a very long time. To give you some background, we were doing research at MIT, and in 2015, we released a white paper called Enigma Decentralizing Computation and Privacy. And, uh, and that was, I think today, it's one of the top downloaded and cited papers in this ecosystem. But one of the applications uh, that we had listed in that white paper was around decentralized data marketplaces. And we graduated in 2016. And in our journey, we've been trying to uh, looking into how we can actually reach that vision because the way we see things is data is by far the most valuable digital asset that we have right now. And there are such big companies that are built on not only collecting data, but also aggregating data. So on the collection side, we have companies like Google and Facebook. Both are like, I think, like, I don't even know how big they are. And then on the aggregation side, you have companies like Bloomberg and Reuters, which only aggregate data and are still able to do 10 plus billion revenues every year. So so, so we see how important data is, and, and, and what we want is we really want to rethink how data is shared, aggregated, and monetized in, in, in today's world. And that's why what we're building from a, from a protocol or an infrastructure perspective, we're building a decentralized data marketplace where data can be shared safely and, and monetized in an egalitarian way. And transitioning, so, so the connection with that and algorithmic trading is uh, we spend a lot of time uh, thinking about how we can achieve this vision and removing the technical complexity, building marketplaces is, is a very, very hard thing, right? You have to have both the supply side and the demand side. So our plan of tracking this problem is we first build the demand side through an application, and then that helps us secure one side of the, of the marketplace, and, and then we can move on to to the other side. And that's kind of where algorithmic trading comes into play. If you look into traditional funds, 
quantitative hedge funds such as Two Sigma or Renaissance of this world, the ones that everyone talks about, the ones that are able to do sometimes 20, sometimes 30% return, and the ones that consistently beat the market, what you see is they primarily position themselves as a data company rather than a financial institution. When you look at the people they hire, you see around 70 to 80% of all their employees are data scientists with PhDs in physics or computer science. And, and the way they create their edge is through data. What they do is they get data sources and they have their researchers work on those data sources, sometimes for three to four months, creating signals and putting those signals into, into testing in different environments, different market conditions. And that is how, that they, that is how they're able to beat the market. And that's, how, that's why they are so successful year over year. So taking that learning from the traditional investing space, we want to apply it to the crypto space. Uh, we want to provide people tools that enable them to build, test, and master winning investment strategies. And that's kind of how Catalyst ties into our broader vision of creating a decentralized data marketplace. What we do is we provide data sources to people who consume them to gain advantage against the market or their competitors. And, and they can use that data and the tools that we're providing them to, to become better and to make more of on their investment. So that's kind of how the algorithmic trading part, the application that we're building right now, fits into our how is it gonna be, uh How is it going to be used? You know, if uh, I, your, your trading platform is going to get set up. You have an algorithm that's going to trade for me. Am I going to use it as a service? Tell me about it. So right now we're taking a platform approach. We are giving you some algorithms that you can build on, but but the whole idea is to give you the tool set and let you do your research, experiment, and find strategies that you're comfortable with trading uh, in the real market. So uh, right now we have an we have an alpha out, and what you can do is you can download our Python SDK. We have a couple of sample codes that you can build on. If you have background in in trading and you can write your own algorithms and you can test it based on current historical market data. But as we speak, we're adding more data sources that we believe are very, very interesting to drive uh, crypto investment decisions. Are you going to be an exchange yourself or are they going to have to take the algorithm and go to an exchange and use it? We don't plan to be an exchange ourselves. We are focused primarily on creating the tools and, and building, building a user base around it. One good thing about the crypto market is this ecosystem is very open source by its nature. So once uh, it's very easy for individuals to connect to exchanges using their APIs. Our goal is to really master this product and, and connecting to exchanges is, is very, very, let's say, easy. So we want to build on things that people have rather than just creating the whole deal uh, from scratch on our own. Okay. So you, all right. So the uh, initial algorithms and the base product, where are you getting the, uh, the, the trading knowledge from and the algorithms? Or is it going to be just a platform where you know, people will have to test out their own algorithms and there's nothing in-house that's running? It's, it's the latter. So we, our goal is to be a platform that provides data and, and research tools. And with those tools, people can actually build their own algorithms. We have some, some people with trading experience within the team, and we're also playing with our tools. But our focus is not to become a fund, but it's, it's more to uh, give the right tools 
to this community to empower them to make better trading decisions. Because what we see in the market is most market makers are bots. And when you have people trading against bots, the, let's say, the winning sides end up being mostly the, uh, the bots. And, and then we want to offer tools to everyone that can, that can use them, open source them, and then kind of trying to level the playing field. So you're saying, do you think that it's uh, possible to be competitive and trade without using an algor- algorithmic bot or no? I mean, I think everything is possible. But if you look into what, if you look into what the dominant uh, structure is, I mean, in the traditional markets, I would say if you're an active investment, which is like not buying and holding different company stocks, etc., it, it's I think it's proven that algorithmic data-driven trading outperforms traditional traditional decisions i think like uh, there are some metrics from the hedge fund industry i think two things that is like one is the biggest ones the most successful ones do rave uh, on the fact that they use algorit- algorithms to trade and and data to create their edge and then if you look into the growth of hedge funds that are doing quantitative trading versus non-quantitative trading you see that quantitative ones grow in in double the in double the pace so almost like a 2x rate and also, when you look into the crypto market, you see that uh, most market makers, where there's big money, market making is done by, by, by bots. We have some advisors who are running a, a crypto hedge fund, not one of those long-term or like buy and hold kind of funds, but one that actively trades both in market mm-hmm. making and then taking, taking passive positions. And, and based on their experience, and the the insider knowledge that we're getting from them is uh, really the uh, uh, the people who do this professionally are doing it in an algorithmic way. Okay, interesting. Where are you guys at with your rollout of this platform? You know, what's the roadmap for the next six months or a year? Right now, we have an early alpha that can be accessed through our website. We released that I believe two weeks ago, um, and we're currently iterating on it right now. So if you think about this platform, it has two, two, let's say, layers. One is the data side and, and one is the research tool. So right now on the research tool side, we enable you to test a given algorithm based on historical data. Uh, over mm-hmm. the next six months, the goal is to enable simulation on live market data. And then eventually with that, you would become comfortable and then start trading on your own. I mean, and, and I guess this timeline is, is a bit conservative. On the data side, right now we're using mark data from exchanges. That's a minute level data scale. On the side, we're building a data set around token projects. Uh, this is something we're very, very excited about. But we're looking into how different token projects, both pre and post ICO, evolve over time uh, in terms of their user base, in terms of their developer activity, in terms of their network, uh, in terms of like their market cap where they're traded. In terms of their uh, social media or, or media appearance, we think those five lenses really capture most of the activity that's happening in the crypto market today. And uh, we're creating this on a daily time interval or daily time time series. And we believe this is an amazing way to benchmark projects against each other, see how projects are growing, compare that to the successful ones. And um, and we're also in conversation with some of the crypto hedge funds that have been emerging recently that do more longer term 
investments in token projects, and they're very, very interested to have a tool that they can use to to compare this project. So that that that's a data source that we're putting together right now that we're very excited about. And finally, we're going to have some natural language processing based sentiment data on forums or from forums and social media and and web in general. You're trying to evaluate companies even at the pre-ICO or ICO stage to see if they would be what suitable investment or to gauge the behavior of their uh, token once it starts trading or you know what's the goal there? Yeah, I think I think you summarize it well. Our our focus is not to invest in these token projects, but we want to be able to give people, you know, quantitative ways in, in analyzing what is what is a better project to invest in and, and what is a riskier project to invest in. Because right now, most of the decisions, at least from what we see, are based on the hype that's creating on Reddit, based on, you know, different Telegram groups and, and whatnot. So we believe that there's too much information asymmetry. And, and and our goal through this, the data set that I just described is A, to bring some visibility and enable people to do better decisions. Hmm. Okay. What about the, um, you said you're in alpha with the algorithmic trading stuff. Do you guys have your own algorithms that you're running and, you know, how are they doing? If you can say and any insights you've gotten into uh, the running of your own algorithms if you're doing it. We do have algorithms, but we don't run them in a way where we try to beat the market. But one thing we found out is uh, in the last two months with increased volatility, you can run some algorithms that, let's say, that are used to take advantage of market volatility and by optimizing uh, the parameters. So let's say you have one strategy that holds two assets. One of the assets, for the sake of argument, is Bitcoin and the other one is US dollars. So there's a, a very fundamental algorithm that's called Shannon's Demon which does the following. When Bitcoin price doubles or a half, it reshuffles your portfolio. So you have equal amount of dollars and, and Bitcoins like from a portfolio perspective. So one thing that we can do with our tool right now is we can run that with the original parameters, which is 2x and 0.5x on the Bitcoin price. We can see how that works. And then we can run some optimization on this algorithm and then really try to find out what the exact, let's say, reshuffling ratios should be. So what I think we did that last week and then once once we did that, we're able to find that if you if you do the reshuffling, I don't quote me on the numbers, I don't remember exactly, but if you do this reshuffling around I guess fifteen to twenty percent, your I think your average return was comparable to buy and hold, but when you look at other metrics such as your sharp ratio or your max drawdown, you basically end up performing much better. One thing that people mostly look into is just like average return. While it's one of the uh, important indicators, like there are also other metrics that go into the performance of a portfolio. So you're able to do creative things there. Gotcha. Any interesting phenomena you're seeing with the uh, the algorithms you're running right now? I think the uh, uh, what, what we see, like one interesting thing is running volatility-based algorithms, you can really have comparable returns and end up taking much risk, much less risk. And I, I think that's like that's one of the biggest things that that we're seeing right now. Okay. Any and then, more? And any other like, insights? Or? No, that's the biggest insight we have so far. Because like, one of the problems, like right now, we're mostly doing back back testing. And one thing that's like very one thing that's risky about back testing is it's easy to overfit your your results. So we are doing some. You know, we're ta- we're taking some precautions to make sure that we limit the amount to which we're overfitting. But one thing that that that's limiting is. 
for most of the currencies except Bitcoin and Ethereum, it's very, very hard to do much analysis because the volume was not there if you go back six months or to a year. So I think we've, we've been mostly playing with volatility thus far. Very good. And you spoke way early about the data and the nature of it, you know, being accessible and not asymmetric and, you know, decentralized. Do you have any thoughts in that arena on how data could be used in a better way than it currently is being used now instead of having to go to aggregators who have platforms? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, let, let me tell you a bit about our, our experiences from doing research. So, in 2015, I was doing some research on electricity prices, mining, and, and trying to tie that to the Bitcoin network data and, and see like whether we could optimize, like, let's say, mining software to you know, turn on and off sometimes where you know you're going to make money versus lose. So while we're doing that research, I was working with the Digital Currency Initiative at, at, the, at, at MIT, and we did around two months of extensive work getting data from the Bitcoin blockchain network. And then once we get it, that data is usually, it's not in in great shape to use. So then you have to index it and what. And all that research that we've done ended up, you know, uh, all that data that that we mined, we, you know, it's just like sitting on someone's computer and and not being used at all. And, And the main reason for that is there's no good reason or incentive for us or researchers like us to, you know, make, continuous use of that data. That is, and, and there are companies that, that do this aggregation uh, on, on network data, and, and they do sometimes, I mean, sometimes sell it to big hedge funds and stuff. But what I'm trying to get to is where I see the problem with the current data aggregation and monetization is in an area like crypto or the blockchain ecosystem where a, a lot of the data is open source, there is so much data that's been researched, that's in mind, and it just, there's no incentive to reuse them. So what what we are excited about is we can create a an avenue for for this data to be uh, to be you know monetized and then um, if you think about this there's one side that is the data suppliers they get to monetize the work that they have done the uh, you have on the other side people who want to consume that data in our in our application these are these are traders who trade on crypto assets in order to gain advantage in the marketplace and beat their uh, competitors. Okay. Well, very good. So what's the best way for people to uh, take a look at the alpha of the algorithmic trading platform and to find out more about Enigma? Yeah. uh, The best way is to go to our website. It's www.enigma.co. And there you have uh, the link to our alpha, which is open source. You can uh, create an account through our web app and then download the SDK. As mentioned, we're, we're constantly improving that can uh, join the discussion and the community in our Slack or, or other groups and, yeah, be a part of this. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, To interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms 
That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.